as soon as I open it, roaches. To where when I walk in the house, <laughs> did you scream? Hold. <laughs> Welcome back to Econics Talks, guys. When I pop up, everybody gonna be like, man, overnight success. Lifestyle topics, entrepreneurship, and investing. Are you serious about this? Because if you are, then I'm willing to back the business. We want to inform you, educate you, and empower you so that you can maximize your life. Let's get started. What's up, everybody? I want to give a huge shout out to all the new supporters that have joined us this year. And I can never forget my day one. So shout out to y'all, too. As most of you guys know, running an independent podcast takes a ton of time and energy. Now, if you ever benefited from an episode of this show or many episodes and you'd like to support, you can do that by buying us a coffee. You can reach that by the support link in the show notes or if you're following me or Econics on Instagram, it'll be in the link in the bio. And this will be used to cover any expenses that come with the show. I appreciate everything you guys have done and this has been such a fulfilling year. Now, welcome back to another episode of Econics Talks, guys. Today is Conscious Mondays. Y'all, I know it's Tuesday, but I got to keep the theme rocking, so I appreciate y'all for doing that. Now, I want to go over Jay-Z and Bacardi's lawsuit and I want to break it down. And I also want to have uh, I want to have a conversation about things to consider when partnering with somebody in business, because that, that's important. I mean, if you don't know, because a lot of times, guys, when we want to partner with somebody and we don't know how to partner with them, and things can get kind of murky. So this is actually a good case study to, to take and, and see what we can learn. So here we go. Now, Jay-Z and Bacardi have had a partnership on Duce since 2012. Jay wanted to know how much his alcohol line was making because, well, they're 50-50 partners. Jay and his company, it's called SC Liquor, they wanted to sell their steak, and this is kind of when things started to go south. So in the contract, they have what's called a put option. Now, in that, in that contract, that put option allows Jay to sell his 50% and Bacardi is required to buy it back. So I'm going to repeat that. Bacardi is required to buy it back if Jay exercises his put option. That's a dope clause to have in, in a contract. So <laughs> that pretty much means that no matter what, uh, Bacardi has to buy has to buy back his, his 50% stake at, at you know whatever valuation it is, whether high or low. That's dope. Now, in their agreement, they agreed that if Jay exercised his option to sell, both parties would then negotiate in good faith. They will also share information, obviously, you know, bring both um, things that they had together so that a fair price can be agreed on. This started to raise some suspicions, right? So they exercised the clause. Bacardi made an offer and Jay was like, nah, like this, this ain't it. This, this, this is a low ball offer. You got to go back to the, to the drawing board. And when that raised some suspicions, they started to question Bacardi's business practices. So Jay wanted to know, why was the valuation so low? And can you present financials to justify why the valuation was so low, considering that they've already had issues in the past? So I'm going to read you guys a quote from his legal team. Now, before I do that, I want to talk about Empire Investments. Empire Investments is owned by Bacardi. And they essentially manage the entire thing, but Empire Investments does the day-to-day operations. So here's the quote. 
Empire has abused its day-to-day control of Ducey to deprive SC of information necessary to assess Ducey's value. They've, they've done this by engaging in an apparent shell game with its parent company, Bacardi. Empire has relied on Bacardi to provide key services, even though the parent company has had repeated failures that hurt Ducey, including supply chain failures and an unwillingness to change prices. So let's consider what the lawyer is saying here or what, what his team is saying. So now they're questioning, you know, questioning Bacardi's bad business practices because they've already had issues with supply chain failures. That just means somebody not getting paid. Somebody's not getting um, filled on the back end, which means customers can't get the liquor. Also, the unwillingness to change prices. Let's consider what type of of a financial climate we're in right now. So right now the country's scared. We, we everybody's kind of like on edge. Oh, we're going into the recession. You know. So what does that also mean? What well, that also means businesses have to tighten things up and potentially change some prices. So if they are also you know having supply chain failures and they're unwilling to change prices. Well, yeah, let's go back to the drawing board and figure this out, especially since Bacardi was saying, hey, no, we don't really want to present our financials to you. Now, his company, which is called SC Liquor, they filed that lawsuit, which demanded financial clarity in that they've requested the financial books and financial records, in addition to the location of all warehouse storing barrels, bottles and the accessories for Duce. They've also requested pertinent information regarding Bacardi's physical inventory and the inventory process, which makes sense considering they've had what supply chain failures and they not changing the prices. Now, SC Liquor is arguing that they need to properly monitor Bacardi's business practices to protect 50% of their brand. What does that mean? So as a partner with Bacardi, SC Liquors has a financial responsibility to make sure that their agreement is being upheld. Why? And why did they have to do that? Well, if anything happens in business, so let's say there's a lawsuit filed against Ducey. Well, that means that Jay and his team are also 50% responsible, even if they aren't doing anything wrong. So his team is responsible to make sure that his partner is doing good business and making sure things are in order. And that that's just making sure you cover covering all your bases. So now that now that they're suing, why why sue? What's the purpose of that? Isn't that going to mess up the business? Isn't that going to piss some people off and and potentially in that relationship? Well, not necessarily. So what what suing does is it forces Bacardi to present those financials because they've already tried to negotiate in good faith. So now that contractually they've done that and they weren't able to get anywhere in good faith, now we got to go the legal route. So now Jay says, "All right, let's let's sue." Let's see what the financials say and let's get an actual answer. Of course, Bacardi wanted to clap back and they wanted to say something about it. So their claim is that Jay and his team are only trying to increase or inflate Ducey's value prior to them having to buy it back. Again, the contract does state that they have to buy contract by his 50% back. So if Jay essentially runs up a bag, forces them to increase their value, well, that means Jay just essentially bossing up and, and, and coming home with more money. So they're accusing him of, of bad business practices as well. Now, they've argued that, they've also argued that their request for information exceeds their partnership agreement. And that would release sensitive company data. And it has nothing to do with Jay-Z's 50% stake in say. So that's just saying that he's reaching beyond his scope because Jay's partnership is with Ducey, not Bacardi, if that makes sense. His, his partnership is directly with Ducey. 
Bacardi just oversees that partnership. Now, I want to also shift and talk about a, about a um, just be careful what you read. So as I was doing research on the topic, there was a report that was released by Vibe and the headline was very catchy. And it said that this deal that, you know, with, with Jay trying to make Bacardi purchase the company back, um, it was worth $2 billion. Well, let me tell you how they got this number. So they got their number based on an arbitrator that was listed on the case. So a lot of times, a lot of this information is public. Um, not necessarily what goes on in the court cases, but you know, people who are working the cases, that that is public information. So an arbitrator, all that person is, is just an independent person that's typically been appointed by a judge to settle a dispute, in this case between Jay and Bacardi. So the guy's name is Daniel Schimmel. On his website, he just has, you know, bullet points of his experiences, some of his his cases and settlements. So on the top one, it says that case settled for more than two billion. And this is where Vibe essentially got the idea to say, well, because he worked on a case that far exceeded two billion, then that must mean that Jay and Bacardi's lawsuit must be worth at least that. So just be careful about what you read in the in the headlines because that's not always <laughs> essentially what it really, really means. We will be following this case and, and as information is released, I'll update you guys. So what can we actually learn from, from this type of case study? So I want you to consider a couple of things when, when partnering with someone. So the first thing you want to consider is you want to make sure you share similar values and approaches to business. This is very important. So consider how how customers are handled, how or what are your sales practices? What is the overall culture of of the company? And this is extremely important. Is guys, business business philosophy will take you a long way. That's the difference between, you know, somebody like the Wolf on Wall Street and then I'm just giving it as an example of how crazy a company culture could be. And then there was another company, I believe that, you know, put a lot of, gave a lot of money back to its clientele. I'm sorry, back to its employees in the form of extremely good benefits and, and things like that. So, you know, it, there's a way to do business and there's a way to build company culture. And so you want to consider that also you want to set clear expectations. So each person, each person has a time commitment. So we want to set those expectations of what, What's my time worth? You know, how much time am I going to commit to this business? Also, how is each person each person's contribution to the business measured? So this is this is essential, man. Look at I'm not sure if you guys know this, but KPIs are key performance indicators. That's a good way to measure outcomes in your business. So find KPIs in your business and you can Google them, Google what a KPI is and look up, you know, how that translates to whatever industry you're in and find those measurables because that'll allow you to set those clear expectations. Another thing to consider is outlining how business finances will be managed. So will your partners contribute personal income or are the partners even willing to take on debt? So those are things to consider, obviously, before you go into a business, because, well, if you add debt into it, that will lead to more questions, more things that need to be handled prior to. So once you generate a profit, well, are you going to take a salary or are you going to reinvest those funds? Determine that before you start the business. You also want to decide the type of partnership you want. There are three different types of partnerships. The first one is called a general partnership. This one, it's easy to set up. 
You don't have to file with the state. You also don't have any ongoing fees, but this provides very little liability protection. We'll cover that in a second. So a limited partnership, this one, it has one partner has unlimited liability while the other partner has limited liability. So what limited liability means that their personal assets can't be touched. Everything just is just under the business. Now, usually this type of business is chosen when partners have different levels of commitment or involvement. So you may have a partner that have, they may have put in, you know, $10,000 and the other partner may have put in two, or they may be just be working on time. So with that, that will consider, you know, limited, a limited partnership. So the third one is called a limited liability partnership. And this one limits both partners' financial resp- responsibility. And it also provides the most protection for both partners. Another thing you want to consider is you want to decide how you will handle a partner dissolution. So when it's time to end a partnership, people can tend to be very emotional. And this this helps because when you structure how things will proceed in the event that a business may not work, uh, this, this helps out a lot. You kind of know where to go. Now, I also want you to think of this in a positive sense. Now, what if the business does work out and you have to sell? Well, you got to think about that as well. How will you dissolve the business in case you guys want to sell and you want to pay out everybody? If someone decides to leave, how will they be compensated for their time and resources? Sometimes people quit the business, you know, so you want to make sure you consider that. If the business is sold again, how will you divide up those company assets? The last thing I want you guys to consider is having an attorney drop your legal documents. This one is extremely important, but if, I mean, honestly, guys, if you want to, if you want to take business serious, you want to make sure it's done the right way. So there are some tricks to the trade. Now, I know people People also, they hear all the time like, oh, your lawyers are expensive. Yes, they are. But Legal Shield and LegalZoom, I know both of those personally are good um, good resources. So what all it is, is just a subscription service that gives you the ability to, to consult with the lawyer and get certain things done that, in, in other words, you'd have to pay thousands of dollars for. Because a lot of times, a lot of these forms and contracts are just, they just issue them out. They just reissue them and just change the name to the top. So all this does is these these types of services, you can set up something like an LLC, a partnership. They do your articles of, of incorporation. Now, I don't get paid for any of this. I'm just making sure you guys have resources. So Legal Shield, Legal Zoom, those are good places to start if you're financially strapped. Now, if you want to do other research, Google is your friend. Be my guest. This is today's episode, guys. I hope you guys have enjoyed Jay-Z and Bacardi's uh, breakdown. Like, share, subscribe. And as always, man, I appreciate y'all. And I'll holler at y'all next week. Peace.